every one of you who confesses Jesus as Lord of the universe signs up for a significance beyond anything you ever dreamed. And I mean business men and women here, homemakers, students, to belong to Jesus is to embrace the nations. Your heart was made for this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Made for Missions podcast, where our heart is to mobilize Christians towards the Great Commission. For more information, go to my website at mikefalkenstein.com. That's Mike Falkenstein, F-A-L-K-E-N-S-T-I-N-E.com. And to find out more about our ministry projects worldwide, go to our ministry website, 18catalyst.org. Thanks for joining us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this latest episode of the Made for Missions podcast. Of course, my name is Mike Falkenstein, and we've got a, a special thing going on. We've got uh, my co-host, Ken Watmore. You're on location, so to speak, Ken. <laughs> and uh, it's great. We're, we're kind of joining via teleconference, and so it's great to have you. And yeah, you're, uh, you're, in a, you're at an undisclosed location or a disclosed location. Yeah, well— kind of fun to say I'm in an undisclosed location. It feels <laughs> it is uh, so different, right? Uh, being in a, in sort of a phone situation. So, you know, I, I am, I can tell you this and this will sound mysterious. I'm outside, I'm in the dark and Ooh. I can't see very far in front of me. So, oh, wow. So, so that, you, you know, that sounds anywhere. mysterious as it is, but the truth is, is that I'm on my patio at home. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so, funny. Uh, yeah, but this is cool. Uh, it's great technology allows us the ability to continue the podcast even when we both can't get together at this time. So uh, that's very right. cool. Yeah, that is cool. And Ken, uh, you know, as you and I were just talking, it does seem like with the Made for Missions podcast, there is a central theme that's beginning to form now that we're fully into our now our second year of the podcast. And so, you know, I think we just probably call this episode the who you are is what you do episode. And uh, I know we've used that phrase before, but Ken, I thought what we do first is I've got sort of a list that I found online, which was the, you know, our identity as Christians in Christ, kind of who we are in Christ. And then we'll kind of talk, talk around that uh, list a little bit. And then, you know, after that list, of course, we're going to be talking about kind of living in this reality daily of kind of who we are, because it's easy to forget, isn't it? You know, all that uh, Christ has done for us and, you know, we get beat down by life from time to time. And so, and then finally, we're going to talk about kind of as we embrace this and live in this reality, how does it change what we think about outreach and missions and whatnot. So, Ken, how does that sound to you? Yeah, that's great. I, and I do think it's so important because we probably address it. I don't know if I'd say it more times than we need to, because it probably does need to be addressed over and over again. But especially where we live, you know, in this country and in kind of our culture, we're so bogged down by distraction. Maybe we're so easily distracted and so bogged down by the result of that. And maybe that's a better way to put it. We, you know, that we do forget, kind of stop and recognize our identity in Christ. And in fact, what is that? 
what does that mean? You know, what is it, how, how am I supposed to handle my day-to-day situations? How do I prepare for my day? How do I resort to the Lord as opposed to the easy, worldly options that are out there mm-hmm. for me all day, every day? And how do I keep focused on Him and the and stay true to the kind of the mission, right? The, the why why I'm still here and saved and not already with Him. I, I think that those things are all important and too easy to to forget through our days. Mm, that's right. Well, Ken, as I was going through this list and kind of putting it together, man, you go through this and it's it's very very empowering. So let me let me read you know this list and the list really is this. It's you know, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, these are the things that Bible tells us that we now are. Kind of a, a, the Bible defines the identity of of the believer in Christ, and so we start off simple, right? That we're a new creation in Christ. His, we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Can one that always gets me, of course, in uh, Romans eight, right? That we're no longer condemned that we're a child of God, our bodies are holy temples, which, you know, each one of these, you could actually kind of take a minute and reflect on this. And uh, so actually, I'll put this list in the show notes as well. But can in uh, Christ, we are overcomers, we have not a spirit of fear, but of power of love and self control. In uh, the New Testament, we're called a friend of Jesus, that we are God's temple and God's spirit dwells in us. We are children of light, children of the day. We are not children of the night or of darkness. This is one that uh, from 2 Corinthians 5, an ambassador of Christ, which really means we are, rep- you know, any, re- any ambassador of any countries, you know, representing that country. And so we represent Christ and have his identity in us. We're God's masterpiece, which, you know, you sit and think about that for a minute. None of us are a mistake, right? I mean, we're been created as a, uh, as a masterpiece. We are seated with him in the heavenly places in Jesus Christ. We can do all things through him who strengthens us. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. We're God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. And then finally, we are wise and restored. And so, you know, Ken, I don't know about you, but that kind of makes me want to go out and do something, (laughs) you know, big, doesn't it? I mean, to really dwell on those things is very empowering, isn't it? Yeah, empowering is a good word. I think you could start every one of those in a couple different ways, right? You could say to to the believer, it, you know, believer, be confident in this. Or you could say, believer, be comforted by this, you know, mm. or be yeah. bold in the knowledge of this. So all of these things are empowering because every one of those should reassure us, you know, rest assured in this. I mean, there's just so many different ways you could start that communication for a believer. And in all those things, they should make us feel so bold and full of courage. And I, yeah, I, I love listening to each one of those. And, and I, it almost, I think I'm glad I put it in the show notes. I think I can put it up at my desk. So it's something that I can just reflect mm. on every day, you know, to, to know. I think all these things are uh, yeah, quite empowering. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, in days when, you know, just like you said, if you had it near your desk, days that you were down or felt like the world was, you know, or your day was just too much to go back and go, no, you know what? I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And, you know, if, if you have a, you know, someone who's put you down in some way or whatever to go, no, I am God's masterpiece. I mean, just, just, um, yeah, just resting in those things in terms of what we, who we are in God and who we are through our relationship with Jesus. Certainly, yeah, I mean, it's important things to, you know, for us to remind ourselves about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So, Ken, I, let me just ask you a question as we move on to kind of, you know, we have kind of this list and we kind of want to rest in that and remind ourselves. Let me just ask you as you think about that and then you think about even tomorrow. You know, going and living tomorrow. Now, of course, you you've been a Christian for a long time, but what does that what does that do for you in terms of living kind of life day to day and kind of living in that reality of who we really are in Jesus? Well, for me, it's going into my day and and kind of because, as you know, we've talked about plenty of times as friends away from the microphones. I mean, my day is just from the minute it starts. It's just one event or obligation after the other and it's just you know it's a constant barrage of to-dos and follow-ups and you know keeping your finger on the pulse of things sort of for me and in all those things kind of actually remind me to settle down and not get again like i said in the beginning not so distracted for me it's it's too easy to be distracted by multiple tasks that's self-doing right i mean we it's something i've made myself well I'm thankful God's given me business, but I mean, I've made myself busy, right? I'm I'm very busy at work, and I have lots of things going on, and I'm so thankful for that. But I also have a lot of kids, so I have a lot of things going on with our family all the time, and sports, and coaching, and you know, I'm just constantly in something. And again, a lot of those things are things that I've put upon myself. And for me, I have to I have to remind myself. Not, not I mean, I think it's good to remind myself of who I am in Christ, but I have to remind myself of the fact that I I am in Christ. (laughs) I've got important things to focus on above and beyond those daily obligations and distractions. I've got, you know, I've got to be able to settle into my role as a Christian where, you know, back to the root of our podcast and everything, right, is that as a Christian, I have an obligation to go out and be an ambassador for the Lord. At the same time, God's given me an obligation as a businessman, an obligation as a father, obligation as a husband. And in each of those things, I have to know who am I in Christ and what does that mean to my role, you know, specifically in those positions. What, what does it mean to be a Christian husband, Christian father, Christian mm. businessman, Christian coach, mentor to kids? I mean, these are important roles that I have to remind myself of. So for me to, to look at a list like that before I start my day, or if, you, if I'm looking at that as we just talked Going into tomorrow, you know, I have to settle back a little bit and say, okay, you know, what is my specific role as a Christian businessman when I go to work tomorrow? To my clients, to my fellow workers, and my obligation to the people who I have to work for. And you know, I, I'm since I, I do my own thing, I, I have to work for a lot of other people in a lot of different roles to satisfy them as clients or people who, you know, would be considered people I have to answer to in many ways. So, yeah, I I think that's what I would find, Mike, in that is I have to relax and recognize who I am in Christ in each of those roles, and then how do I apply that 
so I'm best representing him and fulfilling my obligation in each one of them. Hmm, that's really that's really good. As you were talking, I was just thinking about the Galatians two twenty passage. I think we've talked about before, right? That you know, yeah, that we've been crucified with Christ and we no longer live, but Christ lives in us. And so, yeah, just knowing that you know, every day you go out and as you mentioned, in all these areas, right? You've been crucified. Your flesh has been crucified, and you want to go out and you know that confidence. And so, you know, Ken, as you were talking too, I was just thinking. You know, for now, this list is fantastic for for all of us. I would think kind of as a side note, you know, for folks who maybe have some self-doubt or have some kind of as they go through their day, you know, just every day, even if you have to having a list like this and going, you know, before your before your feet hit the ground, just to go, Jesus, you know, your word says that you will guard my heart and my mind that I can do all things and in you and i don't have a spirit of fear but of power and really for all of us but particularly for those that maybe have that self-doubt the i mean just sort of reminding ourselves daily of who we are yeah is important yeah. i think it's really important so well, i think so too and i think that sorry i, I think we also yeah, go, go ahead go ahead place often where we're it's you know, we may not even be in that self-doubt, but we just may be getting beaten up. You know, I mean, just by, mm, that's the, right. you know, the the magnitude of some of the stuff we have to deal with in this life. I mean, well, there's just a lot of stuff. I mean, maybe it's a, you know, you go, oh, my goodness, I have another bill for this and I have to pay for that. Or somebody got sick and now we're dealing with this. And on top of that, we got to be in five different places at one time. There's just be a lot of different things all at one time that we have to deal with. And I think sometimes we walk through life literally taking punches and I think that the encouragement here is that, yes, we, we can do all things through Christ, no question. But I think some of the even, even more comforting verses are not just the ones that encourage us to what we can do, but the ones that encourage us as to how loving God is and mm. how, how much He cares and is involved. I mean, those are, to me, those are the verses that really give me that sense of, you know, peace when I can go, okay, you know, God cares about me and he cares about this and even though it feels a little overwhelming i know that he's bigger than all this so i know that it's going to be okay and and the largest <laughs> things that we deal with in life as hard as they are you know they pale in comparison to the to the beauty and joy that god has for us and even as, as hard as the struggles can be there's always peace to be found if we can kind of rest in him and some of these verses point that out pretty clearly. That's great. That's right. Well, Ken, let's do this real quick. Well, uh, let's take our, our break just quickly and uh, let our friend Tom Muller jump in. And then when we come back, Ken, let's talk about kind of, you know, as we daily embrace this and kind of maybe make this a, a habit to, to do, let's talk about kind of how that changes maybe what we think about outreach and, and missions. And so, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us, and we'll be back in just a minute. Hi, I'm Tom Muller. There may be many of you who are confused about China and the most effective ways of Christian engagement. Mike Falkenstein has written this book for you. There is much confusion and many questions persist about China. Does persecution exist? Can Christians in China worship freely? Is it still necessary to smuggle Bibles? Being outside of China, how can I most effectively pray for and engage in God's work in China? Are China's unregistered churches able to worship freely? 
Many people are confused by these questions and issues. China is like a huge puzzle with many pieces and moving parts. It's hard to identify all that's happening today in China. In his book, The Chinese Puzzle, Mike gives you the other pieces for a much clearer picture of China and her church. To get your copy today, contact Mike at mike at china resource center dot org for pricing and shipping options. Contact Mike today. Well, Ken, as、uh, you were talking just before the break, I was just thinking about, and I won't take a ton of time on this, but I was just thinking about a. A passage in Ephesians chapter one that many are—I'm sure many of the listeners and and、uh, many folks are familiar with—and it's actually titled "Spiritual Blessings in Christ." And you know, the Apostle Paul begins the、um, book to the the letter to the Ephesians, you know, just talking about almost the same kind of thing that we just did, right? That you know, that God has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as He chose us. In Him, before the foundation of the world, that should be holy and blameless, He predestined us for adoption as sons in Jesus Christ. In Him, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness is the forgiveness of our trespasses. You know, and it just kind of goes on and on. And of course, this is similar to the other list. But I, you know, we've mentioned this before. But the the first thing I'm I think of Ken when I think about the list we've talked about before. Or it's like we're on the cruise ship with all the great stuff, and we see people on the deserted island, right? We want to have those people come over, and we want to tell them. I don't know about you, but all of this talk really gets me excited about outreach, doesn't it? For you? Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does. Yeah, and so it's you know once you once you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, certainly, yeah. I, I would think that, yeah, it would be. I mean, it's something to tap into, isn't it? That、uh, we have what so many other people long for. No question. I think so many times as Christians, we we break into cliche in when we say, you know, it's like it's like someone's in a burning house. You know, would you go in and save them, kind of thing? And when we hear all these talks, or, or it's, you know, you know, we have the this greatest gift, and we don't want to hold it back. I mean, we talk about that kind of stuff, but but it's, I mean, it's really true, right, Mike? I mean, this is really, it's really true that we have something that is not. It wasn't given to be held in. It wasn't given for just our personal gain. You know, this is a, it's a gift that is supposed to just be an overflowing. Into everybody else's lives. So that's right. And so there's, I think about that, Ken, and I think there's kind of two, at least two responses to what we already have. Of course, the first is kind of the, in our local area. I know you and I've talked about it in our kind of area in South Denver. I had a number of years ago visited with the pastor here. His church did a extensive survey, and there was something along the lines of eighty-five percent of the people around us have, you know, no religious affiliation. You know, they're essentially agnostic, and so you know, you don't, as we've said before, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go far. <laughs> But、uh, the other one is the, you know, as John Piper often says, to belong to Jesus is to embrace the nations with Him, and、mm-hmm. you know, we know about Jesus's love for the nations and. That's been well cataloged on our podcast and in other places. But you know, the other one is the other the other response is yeah, be praying, be praying about how God might want to use you in、uh, other places outside of your area. 
I guess part of the point is no matter if you feel called to go overseas or not, there are people without Christ and we know who we are in Christ. And so to share it in some ways seems like a no brainer. Right. That's right. And as much as we talk about it, you know, it can be your neighbor. It can be your next door neighbor. And there's plenty of stuff you can get involved with right away. And literally just going out to care for people is the way to start. You know, I mean, just go care for somebody. And I think that that's the, that can be done right, right in your own backyard through your church. There's always opportunities to do that. And then, you know, taking that to the next level as you feel called to go, maybe it's overseas, wherever it might be. But the key is compassion and caring for people, knowing that they need Christ and knowing that you know Christ and then trusting Christ to put you in positions where you have the opportunity to share. I think that all that stuff kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, that's right. And so, Ken, as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, about the process that we've been, kind of been through with the podcast and and how this relates to this. So if we if we have all these spiritual blessings in Christ and— then we have the command of the Great Commission. You know, I mean, those two things together. I mean, you've been given the tools. You've been given the, you know, you have a Bible and you can, you know, learn it and then begin to share and obey the Great Commission. I mean, it's kind of a one, two, three. And I guess as we begin to close our episode, Ken, I would just encourage folks to, I guess, number one, go back and go through a list like this and remember who we are in Jesus Christ. And then second, begin to ask God how he wants to use you. And then three, as he begins to answer, you know, just be obedient to that. And if all of these things in this progression are true, certainly if Christ has given us all of these amazing things, in this relationship with him. On the other end, he's certainly able to use us in some way, even as you mentioned, Ken, it's with your next door neighbor, right? Yeah, that's right. So Ken, what what are your final thoughts as you think about what we've been talking about? Well, just to piggyback on what you just said, I think I would go back to what I was saying earlier. I would, you know, I think it's an encouragement to say, be comforted by this knowledge and be confident in these truths. Know that God loves you and cares for you and is involved. And I think that that's the, that's the place to start as an encouragement to yourself, certainly an empowerment like you talked about, but also that's the ability to take that and encourage other people with that. I mean, what better way to encourage somebody than to tell them how much God cares about them and loves them? I coached with a guy, a wonderful man, for a while, and one thing that he always did with our players is he would constantly remind them that God did not give them the spirit of fear. He would constantly remind them of how much God loved them and what kind of gifts that he's that God's given them. And one of the things that, uh, as you know, with with him and as a result of that, and I always do with my my players as well, is to continually tell them, you know, God gave you all these talents. God gave you all this ability. God loves you so much. How are you going to, you know, use all those things for His glory and to mm-hmm. to accomplish the fullness of what He gave you? You know, how are you going to use what He gave you to, you know, to succeed in life? And so I think that those. There's a lot of encouragement to be given to other people. And then on top of that, you know, kind of what I was talking about earlier, how that affects me going into my daily routine and my job, my work, everything. I I always encourage my players, starting with my own kids first. It always started with the verse Colossians 3.23. says, do your work heartily as unto the Lord and not as if you're doing it for man. Mm. I always remind my kids that if, if you go out there and you're trying to accomplish a goal 
for God. If you're trying to please God in the way that you work, in the way that you, you know, not just in, in what you're doing, but how you do it. If it's, if the goal is to please God with it, then as a coach, as a father, I have no choice but to be pleased. You know, I, I don't have, I can't, and if I, if I'm not, that's on me and not on you, right? If you're really giving it your fullest effort to do the very best work, to give your very best effort for God, and as a result of knowing that he gave you the gifts, talents, and abilities to do it, and you want to honor him with that so you're giving it back to him in fullness, then it's going to be a, it's going to be a success no matter what the results are here in our, in our worldly site. It's going to be a success mm-hmm. because it will please the Lord. So, you know, I, I think that that's the that's one of those verses that I can throw into that pile of encouragement, yes. but also a, maybe as a task, right? Be encouraged and confident in these things, and now go do your work for God, and uh, and all is going to come out great. <laughs> that's awesome. And Ken, is, I appreciate that all that you said. That's really fantastic. And I also think, yeah, and this could be another episode, but this list we've just mentioned, by the way, can be, a I would think, a pretty cool, um, you know, evangelism tool for those who are non-Christians and struggling with uh, maybe self-confidence and to go, hey, in Christ, you know, you can do all things and you can find that peace and you're no longer going to be condemned. And right. (laughs) So, you know, once you've embraced that in your own life, to be able to share that with others is, I would think, a really powerful tool. So, Ken, thanks for joining us from your semi- Undisclosed. I guess you had disclosed it, but your location. Great to have you. And folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, we so are thankful that you're with us uh, week in and week out. Of course, you can get in touch with Ken at Ken Watmore on Twitter. And I'm at Missions Mike. And thanks so much for joining us. And we'll look forward to having you for the next episode of the Made for Missions podcast. 